Everything is instant. Everything is instant gratification. And the problem is too many people have applied that sense of instant gratification to their careers and to their lives. And the problem is there ain't no app for that. That's Simon Sinek. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Wednesday. Thank you so much for tuning in. And today we have New York Times bestselling author, speaker, and one of the most sought out thought leaders of our time, Simon Sinek. And he's making his debut on the show to talk about instant gratification, and what it is doing to us. Here's Simon Sinek. Enjoy. We know that when we engage with social media or our cell phones, a chemical in our body called dopamine is released, right? It's what makes us feel good, right? Dopamine is the same chemical that is released in our bodies when we find something we're looking for, like your keys, when you go on Google, when you hit the goal or win the game, that yes, this sense of joy or sort of, that, that's dopamine. Well, we know that we get a hit of dopamine when we uh, engage with social media or when our phones go buzz, bing, flash, or beep. That's why if you're feeling a little bit down, you pull out your phone and you send 10 texts to 10 friends, you know, hi, 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 hi. <laughs> and you hope that somebody texts you back because when you, they do, it feels good, right? There are other things that release dopamine. Alcohol, nicotine, gambling, all release dopamine. It's why they feel good, and almost all addictions are dopamine-based addictions. We also know that almost all alcoholics discovered alcohol when they were teenagers. You see, when we're very, very young, the only approval we need is the approval of our parents. Then when we go through adolescence, we make this transition where we now need the approval of our peers. Very frustrating for our parents, very important for us. It allows us to acculturate outside of our immediate families into the broader tribe. It is a time of high stress and high anxiety, and we're supposed to learn to rely on our friends. Some people, quite by accident, discover alcohol and the numbing effects of dopamine. And unfortunately, that connection becomes hardwired. And then for the rest of their lives, Every time they face significant stress, they don't turn to a person, they turn to the bottle, right? Now, as I said before, we know that social media and cell phones release dopamine. Now, we have age restrictions on alcohol, we have age restrictions on tobacco, and we have age restrictions on gambling, but we have no age restrictions on social media and cell phones. It's as if an entire generation who are going through adolescence, their parents have thrown open the liquor cabinet and said, try the vodka to help you get through the teenage years. <laughs> That's what social media and cell phones do. So unfortunately for too many people, that connection is becoming hardwired. And as they grow up, when they face significant stress in their lives, instead of learning to turn to a person, 
they turn to a device, right? Where we seek solace in social media, where we'll check an Instagram post, how many likes we're getting. We'll check, and 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 we'll check. And sometimes our own self-worth comes from how many followers we have. It can become devastating to us when somebody unfollows us, right? Um, the only way that we, 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 we stand away from stress when we face it. In other words, an entire generation is growing up having not practiced or learned coping mechanisms for stress. This is very, very serious for social animals that need each other, where we haven't learned those skills. It's, and it's even worse, because if you want to go on a date, you don't have to learn to be like, hey. You just swipe right. You just got a date. You can have four dates in an evening, right? And if you don't like the person, you don't have to learn to say no when you mean yes, and yes when you mean no, and yes when you, you just swipe left. It's done. In other words, the social skills aren't developing. And so there's an entire generation that's growing up with lower self-confidence, going into a workforce, having their self-image shattered, not knowing necessarily how to deal with all the stress that they're facing of growing up and starting a career and finding out where you fit and all of that good stuff. And instead of turning to a person, we're turning to devices. And the results are starting to show up in the statistics. We know that suicide is on the rise amongst this generation. We know that accidental death due to, um, due to overdoses is on the rise amongst this generation. Depression is on the rise amongst this generation. Universities are suffering an epidemic where they're dealing with disproportionately high numbers of students than they've ever dealt with ever before, taking leaves of absence due to depression. And then to compound the effect, it's a generation that's grown up with filters, Facebook and Instagram, and we curate our own lives and present to the world how we want to be seen, and we make ourselves look good, and we make the weather look better, and the sunsets are always more bright in Instagram than they were in real life. <laughs> in other words, we're good at presenting ourselves as we're not, but how we want to be seen. And so everybody thinks this generation is strong and confident. And all the companies we go work for, they think we have it all figured out. And we certainly sound, we say we. I only dress like a 16-year-old. <laughs> this generation presents itself as having all the answers. And yet they don't. And stress runs high. And they don't know how to ask for help. And it gets worse. Then you add in the manner in which so many people grew up in this generation with a sense of impatience. Now, as I said before, you're often accused of being entitled. And it certainly seems that way. But I think it's a misreading of the tea leaves. You've grown up in a world of instant gratification. You want to buy something, you go on Amazon, it shows up the next day. You want to watch a movie? Don't check movie times. You just stream it whenever you want to watch it. TV shows? You don't wait week to week to week. You can binge watch the whole weekend. And like I said, even dating is just a swipe to the right, right? Everything is instant. Everything is instant gratification. And the problem is too many people have applied that sense of instant gratification to their careers and to their lives. And the problem is there ain't no app for that. I hear from this generation that too many people struggle to form their words, not mine, struggle to form deep, meaningful relationships. Many will admit that most of their friendships are superficial. Many will admit that their friends would cancel on them if something better came along. Many would admit that they don't have deep, trusting, loving relationships 
with their own friends. That's because it's a journey. I talk to so many smart, fantastic, ambitious, idealistic, hardworking kids, and they're right out of college, they're in their entry-level jobs, and I'll ask them, how's it going? And they'll say, I think I'm gonna quit. And I'm like, why? They say to me, I'm not making an impact. I'm like, you know you've been here eight months, right? <laughs> they treat the sense of fulfillment, or even love, like it's a scavenger hunt, like it's something you look for. My millennial friends, they've gone through so many jobs, they're either getting fired, I mean it was mutual, <laughs> or they're quitting because they're not making an impact or they're not finding the thing they're looking for, or they're not feeling fulfilled, as if it's a scavenger hunt. Love, a job you find joy from, is not something you discover. It's not like, I found love, here it is. I found a job I love, that's not how it works. Both of those things require hard work. You are in love because you work very hard every single day of your life to stay in love. You find a job that brings you ultimate joy because you work hard every single day to serve those around you and you maintain that joy. It's not a discovery. But the problem is the sense of impatience. It's as if an entire generation is standing at the foot of a mountain. They know exactly what they want. They can see the summit. What they can't see is the mountain. This large, immovable object. That doesn't mean you have to do your time. That's not what I'm talking about. Take a helicopter, climb, I don't care. But there's still a mountain. Life, career fulfillment, relationships are journeys. The problem is, this entire generation has an institutionalized sense of impatience. And do they have the patience to go on the journey to maintain love, to feel fulfilled? Or do they just quit and on to the next? Dump and on to the next? Ghost and on to the next? And by the way, ghosting means the lack of skill to have a confrontation. You date somebody for six months, eight months, and then just stop replying. Just delete them from everything. Now, for the person who's doing the ghosting, oh, that's certainly easier than a confrontation. But the person on the receiving end of the ghosting, it's like there's a death. They're suddenly shunned. There's panic. They call out their worried. They call out their worried. They think it's you. They think it's them. Do you have any idea the destruction that we reap on people by ghosting them? And then because there's the lack of social skills to call out and ask for help, they internalize and it makes them feel awful to the point. At the worst, they will kill themselves. Slightly one level down, they'll get depressed. But the lowest level that we can hope for is they will go through life, and I'm not talking about ghosting, I'm talking an entire generation, that if we don't fix this, we'll go through life where everything's just fine. My friendships are fine. My work is fine. You know, same old, same old. Nothing's ever amazing. And the scavenger hunt continues. Big thanks to Simon Sinek for stopping by. You can connect with him by visiting his website, Simon Sinek, and that's spelled S-I-N-E-K.com. And you can check out his Instagram, Simon Says Inspire. And his latest book is entitled Find Your Why, A Practical Guide for Discovering Purpose for You and Your Team. And I'll have all the links to everything I just mentioned, along with the link to the entire talk in the show description. And when you get a chance, please follow the show, share it, or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, as well as 
Spotify podcast. I thank you so much for that. And that's a wrap for me. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you back here Friday. So until then, stay strong. Later.